Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Hey, y'all. So we're getting ready to have some good, 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 good conversation. If this is our first time y'all being on, make sure you log into StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook just so you can be a part of this conversation. All right. It's going to be a great, great, great show, y'all. We're talking about being vulnerable. But before we go into that, Camille, how's everything going for you? Everything is going better. Um, had a little testing. You guys probably saw me on the lair with all this stuff hooked up to my nose and everything. Um, but, you know, waiting on some test results. But everything else is good. You know, been busy this week. Um, a few setbacks here and there. But, hey, I'm here. I'm happy. You know, I'm healthy and I'm whole. So, yes. yeah, it's been kind of crazy. How about you? What you got in your background? Oh, yeah. Good morning. Good morning. So, yeah, I'm out visiting some fam and everything. We're out in uh, San Diego. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This 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 West Coast feel, you know what I'm saying, for a minute. But, That's uh, my it, home. That's my home. Your hometown. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Um, just excited to see, you know, just different things, you know, but uh, we always have to get it in you know, for the show. But good morning, everyone. Take some time. Let us know where you're watching from and share this, share this, share this. It only takes two seconds to share. It's going to be a great, great show, y'all. We're talking about being vulnerable and how being vulnerable is essential to you actually growing. And so those of you that don't know what uh, the word vulnerable means, it's being susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm. Now, it sounds kind of negative, but it's not. If you think about it, it's more or less like a safe space. You get what I mean? It's a safe space that you put yourself in, but to be able to be hurt, if you will, uh, hoping that you don't. Camille, what was your take on being vulnerable? Um, the same thing. It's it's really opening yourself up to criticism, opening yourself up to, you know, being attacked and opening up yourself uh, for people and yourself to know the real you. Good morning. Good morning. And um, so, you know, vulnerability, you know, it, it, it has this negative, you know, <laughs> connotation to it. However, vulnerability is essential for growth. Essential. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so ladies and gentlemen, we want to start off by talking about why, why being vulnerable is hard. And keep in mind, there's individuals out there that know part of, know about being in the military, some currently still in, and, you know, uh, there's a part of us, there's pride, right? There, there, there's pride and it's hard for us to want to be open because we are exposed. You get what I mean? So we're going to talk about some ways why it is hard or not necessarily why it's hard, but why certain individuals can't be vulnerable. So for example, one is vulnerability equals weakness, right? Shout out to those out there that feel as though to be vulnerable, they have to be weak or that 
it exposes weakness. That's not true. So the most common misconception about vulnerability is that uh, it's the same as weakness and nobody wants to be perceived as weak, right? Especially for men. I don't know for women, right? Because society says we need to be strong, right? We need to go through certain things, but, you know, without uh, showing any type of emotion, right? And so this is considered a carnal sin of manhood so that men often feel like it's hard to be vulnerable sometimes. Camille, what do you think about that? Uh, that's true. Most of the time when I hear people talk about being vulnerable, it it is directly related to them being weak, showing a weakness, you know, and a lot of people put on a front because they, they try to put up, put on this facade that they're just so strong and they're just all of these things because they're afraid of being vulnerable. They're afraid of people getting to know their weaknesses. But, you know, by being vulnerable, you are displaying a certain level of strength you know, a really deep level of strength that you're able to just bear your soul and say, you know, this is who I am, flaws and all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is what I need, what I want, whatever. And um, a lot of people, my mom used to always say to, to me <laughs> when I was like, I'm scared to do something or whatever. She's like, just do it. And I'm like, oh, but you know what? And she's like, you know what? The thought of what could happen is often worse than what the reality of it is. Absolutely. And, you know, it's that, that, that fear of being vulnerable that you do open yourself up for people to talk about you or for to, them to attack you. But what I found was people, when you're your authentic self, you know, you're transparent and you're vulnerable, um, there's something to be learned for, you know, for you and for them. And often those reactions, I will say 90 something percent of the time, the reactions that I thought you know, people would have didn't mm -hmm. actually happen. <laughs> it was all in my mind, you know, like I made it worse than it actually was. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. And there's times when we're in certain positions that we put, like you said, we put off this facade because if we do make a mistake, oh, it's a telltale sign that we are weak or that we cannot make mistakes. And that is false. And I really do believe that to be true that individuals that are okay it's almost like tripping you know over a, a, a curve or something and you're like oh you know my bad and you keep it pushing versus you almost get up to the point where you upset you looking back at the curve like the curve did something wrong no you trip it's natural it's okay you're not gonna die from it it's, it's all right you know but we all fall into that good morning good morning good morning so we're talking about being vulnerable and why it's uh, a sign of weakness to certain individuals but that's just one reason why it's hard how about this one being vulnerable equals neediness right so for example, connected idea of weakness is the in, in the sense of vulnerability equals being needy. All right. This is probably the one of the top reasons why uh, vulnerability is so hard, right? Because no one wants to look like they need something or need somebody, right? Because you know, it, just think about it. it. Even if you have, if there's gender roles, good morning, good morning. How you doing, y'all? So if there's gender roles out there, right? And if a woman is in a new relationship, she don't want to want to show that she needs something. 
right? And it's a difference. You can want something, but then there's some things that you need. But is it hard to say? Should it be hard to say? You know, what you think about that, Camille? That that's what keeps you know relationships from progressing the way they should. Mm-hmm. You know, we hide those things because we're afraid of being hurt, especially in relationships. You know, maybe we were hurt before because we expressed the need for something, and someone made us feel bad about it. You know, or ashamed us for oh, you 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 need this from me. How come you can't go get it yourself? How come you can't do this and this and that? You know, and so we go into these relationships. Um, trying not to be vulnerable because we don't want people to feel like we're needy even though in a relationship there are certain things that you do need you know and you should feel free to express that because again you know closed mouths don't get fed Mm -hmm. and i have to tell you that this is what i i need from you this is what i don't need from you this is what i accept this is what i don't accept uh without the fear of just being completely shut down you know, and, and it can stifle relationships and where you should be on third base, you still trying to get out the, you know, out the plate. You just you're still trying to, you know, swinging at that ball, trying to figure out, you know, how to how to hit that thing, how to connect. And so um, it is something that a lot of us have to, to work through. And sometimes we just got to say, you know what, I've been hurt or yeah. I've been, you know, this. And here's some areas that are very, very um, important to me or I feel very strongly about, and I need for you to hear that, you know, and maybe we can work on how we, you know, can kind of navigate that, that area. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. And so it's, you know, family, when we're talking about being vulnerable and why it's so hard, people, sometimes individuals feel as though they can't be, it's like they can't be honest because of that shame of like, man, like, why do I have to show you or tell you that this is something I need from you? The answer is, is because they can't read your mind. You understand? And that is real. Like, let's keep it 100. Even for fellas out there, I'm gonna be honest, sometimes we expect our significant others or family members to just get it. And I should not have to tell you this. No, that's not true. Maybe you do. You see, because when you explain to people what you need, then, or A, you explain to them what you need, wait for affirmation that they heard you versus halfway conversations. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I think this is going to handle that. What does handle that mean? All right. Even for the females, same thing. Hey, y'all not off the hook. We can't, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but we cannot read your mind. See, and whoever did whatever, we wasn't there. You see what I'm saying? So have to be honest to say, hey, I feel a certain way when certain things happen. So this is what I need from you to for us to work through this. But if that conversation never happens, then we both looking silly trying to do something that's not working because we're not communicating. Now, what you think about that, Camille? It seemed like it struck a little nerve. What you, what you was thinking? No, I mean that's true. That you know, it's just that thing. And if you express that, and, and the other person doesn't, you know, accept that, then you got decisions to make. But anyway, you know, if if you don't do that too, you'll be having two representatives in a relationship, and y'all ain't in it. You know what I mean? You'll just be having two 
two of the your best, but you never get to know the person. You know right. that person. You you hear that a lot. Like you don't let me in. You don't let me in. You don't let me in. And usually when people are saying that, they know that there is something deeper, but you're not allowing yourself to be vulnerable enough for them to know the real you. They're like, I don't want this, you know, everything is perfect type thing because I know it ain't. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to know who you are. I want to know what makes you tick. I want to know the things that bother you so that I can fix it. And then we can be in a healthy relationship and then stuff just doesn't blow up at the end because you never said anything. And here I'm thinking, going about life, thinking everything is good. And then all of a sudden you tell me that I just ain't nothing. Like I have missed the mark on everything, but you've never let me know that because you didn't allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to say, this is what I really need. So that's, that's really important. Yeah, it's very important. And ladies and gentlemen out there, can you be vulnerable, right? Just ask yourself, and you can type in in comments, can you be be vulnerable or is it situational? And I do understand that in order to be vulnerable, you have to, that space have to be created. That's something that you cannot do by yourself. You understand? If an individual want you to be um, authentic in the expression of them, then it has to be, you know, that, that it's almost like you can't create a conversation that won't fit in the room. You get what I mean? So an individual, it's hard to be vulnerable certain times when individuals don't allow you to. Good morning. Good morning, Crystal. You know, when individuals, <clears throat> excuse me, don't allow you to, and it's kind of hard because it's, a conversation before a conversation. It's like a meeting before the meet, you know, like, mm-hmm. hey, there's something I want to talk to you about, something that's been bothering me. Now, based off of the beginning of the conversation, if the individual or, you know, whoever it is that you're talking to can remove themselves out of it first mm-hmm. and just receive it. See, Sometimes individuals cannot be vulnerable because the receiver is trying to fix something or they take it personal. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that part right there. <laughs> That's that part right there. You know, it's not a personal attack. I'm trying to tell you what I need. You know, I'm trying to open myself up and say, this is working. This is not working. You know, it's not about you at that point. It's where I need for you to just sit back and listen. You can't deal with me the way you've always dealt with people or even the way that you would expect to be dealt with. Um, This is what I'm telling you that I need and I need for you to respect that. But a lot of people do take it personally, which then again, when that person who has opened themselves up to to vulnerability, Mm -hmm. you know, it shuts them down because now you haven't, you, you haven't created that safe space for them to say, this is what I, what I need from you. This is who I am. These are the areas where I'm struggling in. You know, and, and you're not hearing me. You're making it about you when it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's about what I need in this moment. Let me have this moment. And then when you have, you know, a moment where you need to be vulnerable, then, you know, when you you kind of mimic those behaviors that you see, especially in a relationship. So somebody has given me that opportunity to be vulnerable. So let me do the same for them. And then we can really get to the heart of the matter of issues and to the heart of the things that are keeping us, you know, stifled or that are not allowing us to grow past whatever the situation is. So I think that, you know, that's, that's, you hit that on the head. You have to create that space and the other person has to understand it's not necessarily about them, Mm -hmm. nor is it your time to, 
to tell me what I'm not or, you know, the heart it ain't this or whatever the case may be. No, I'm telling you what I need. Right. And so look, shout out, shout out to Ms. Dozier. She says, I have found many people will use vulnerability as a weapon against you. So I tell them you can share anything I say and keep to a minimum what I say until I feel safe. So, you no, know, my mama says, my mama says, I give you permission to lie on me, whatever you want to say, <laughs> just right. say that it's true. That's where I get that from. Right. No, I get it. I get it. And, and, and you know, and, and it's crazy because we have to be able to, we still have to take care of ourselves, right? Because if you think about the hierarchy of needs, how can you be 100% open when you don't feel 100% safe? You see what I'm saying? You, you can't do it. Like, it, it doesn't work that way. And then, this is another thing, too. You, it, it's a dance, right? Because I need to know that what I give you, you can handle. And then, but I need to watch and see what you handle to either decide if I'm going to give you more, if I'm going to give you less, or we're just going to stay right yeah. You understand? We're going to stay right here. Or right. go our separate ways. Exactly right, right? because yeah. if, if I can't be, if I can't be open with you because it's a a, a game, now it's like ah okay, so I can only give you this much, but then I'm gonna have to hold in the rest because I feel, you know, vulnerable and too exposed with you instead of being safe. What you think about that, Camille? Exactly. I mean, you said it. You said a mouthful right there. That's what I think keeps a lot of secrets in relationships, or that's what keeps a lot of, um, you know, the real issues from being exposed or being talked about because people are not, they don't feel safe to bring up those stuff or to be vulnerable in those situations. Yes. So you're absolutely right when it comes to that. You have to have a, a safe space. And then, you, you know, like we talked about last week, you know, controlling people want to control what you say, how you say it and how you feel about it, you know, and it's not about you. You have to create that space for that other person to be who they are in that, you know, in that situation. So absolutely yes. right. Absolutely. And look, Crystal says something that was real good. She says, I believe it's also important to understand that people's hesitation to be vulnerable most often comes from past traumas. You know what? I can understand that. And I would also say it's pretty much learned behavior. Now, the amount of information or how that person communicates to you, it could have been stemmed from a traumatic incident. But then also, too, it doesn't necessarily have to be trauma-based. It can just be, well, you know what? I see when I bring this up, I get this type of reaction to people, from people. So let me just monitor that. For example, all right, and I'm going to throw this out there. I am not, and I've said this before, but um, I do believe in God, but however, I'm not what you consider a Christian, all right? That's my view, and that is... It, it came to a point where I've had to learn how to be okay with that. I'm going to tell you why. Because if I was in a conversation with someone and it came up, all of a sudden, no matter what I, what I say after that, I'm going directly to hell. Listen, I mean, I'm going on a slippy slide with uh, Corona oil straight down. Right. And I mean, you talking about people talking to me, fire and brimstone. Boy, do you know what's wrong with you? Do you know you're going to hell? You just need to know you blow. Jesus. 
like, okay, look, all right, let me just chill and and realize <laughs> certain people don't need to know certain things because what they would do is they would take their vulnerabilities, keep this in mind, what they feel vulnerable about as almost an attack when that's not it. So I have, in order to be open, I have to, it's like I said, it's a dance. Okay, let me see what they do. Okay, boom, let me open up a little bit. Oh, wait, I just need to close it. No, forget it. A more, What do you think about that, Camille? I mean, it's true. And, and that's one of those areas where I just shake my head, you know, like, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm laughing because it is a, look, that's a whole nother subject we could talk about. So I'm not going to go there, but it's the truth. You know what I mean? And oftentimes it's based out of fear, you mm-hmm. know, fear. They don't understand people fear what they don't know. People fear what they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And so when you start talking about that and the only thing that they know is this one thing that they've been taught, they haven't done any research outside of that. They haven't, you know, come to like certain conclusions, like they haven't even been exposed to the, they they, they're not even aware that there's something yeah. else out there, right? <laughs> then it, it comes off as an attack. And it's not, it's like, okay, this is my choice. This is because I have a different level of awareness. I have a different, you know, view on things, maybe because I've lived in different places, seen different things, had things, you know, happen. And I have formed my own opinion about the the relationship that I want to have with God, whatever that looks like, you know, it's like, I'm not telling you for all of your stuff. I'm just telling you, sharing with you that this is where That's I am. That's right. And like, so, so people... You know, it's crazy because, okay, so all I was doing is just sharing. So I gave you a, a couple of fries, but I saw what you did with my fries, so you ain't getting no more. You understand? Exactly. You, 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 exactly. you can't handle my French fries, right on? Because for some reason, and then flip it, if I'm telling you something about me and it's indirect, well, you know, people that think like that is stupid. Really? No, so now, wait, wait. So now you what say, you said was what, 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 what you're trying to say, and I get it. All right, but that just lets me know certain things is only for certain people. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about being vulnerable and why it's so hard for people to be vulnerable. Sometimes the space is just not conducive. It's like, ah, I want to be open, right? Or people want to be open with you, but are you creating barriers so people can't get to you? All right? And look what your mom says. She says, church folks can't be stupid and ignorant, right? I like quote unquote believers. And you know what the bottom line is this, how you treat me and people should be the bottom line for real for real for real how you treat me and how you treat people and so listen i don't care how much you can spew right out of the good book right out the gideon right on but um if the way that you treat friends family and loved ones isn't conducive to what you you know your your daily bread then, then we already got a disconnect. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I don't have a heaven and hell to put you in, but I also have a mandate to love my brother. You know, there so, you, you know, but that, again, that's a whole nother subject. That we, oh, no, <laughs> we no, it is. It is. That. It, but it's yeah, so, it's, it, but it I is. hear what you're saying, and it it's is touchy, exactly though. that. It is. It's mm-hmm. extremely touchy. But then when we're talking about being vulnerable, we're talking about why individuals at this point, why individuals why is it hard right 
to be vulnerable. So the next thing is it opens us up to shame. It opens us up to shame. So when you're vulnerable, it opens yourself up to be judged by others, right? Which puts you at risk of feeling shame. And shame is a very, very powerful emotion, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, mm -hmm. so Brene Brown defines it as the intensely pain, feeling, or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging, okay? Shame robs you of feeling connected with others, which is a innate desire for all human beings. You, got, you get what I'm saying? So you, it's kind of hard to be vulnerable if you think you're going to be judged. So you're like, ah, well, let me just put out this representative so I don't have to show that part in order to be, you know, hurt. What you think about that? Yep. I remember we, last year we did what the show Freedom from Shame, where we mm -hmm. talked about that, how it really does rob you of all of the uh, blessings or feeling like you deserve certain things. And it keeps us in a state that, you know, we kind of self-sabotage because we feel shameful. But um, I want to address in, in this particular uh, segment of the show, I want to address Ardrina's um, uh, comment here. She mm, says, right. uh, yesterday, a sister saw a post of mine in a group and she ended up sharing so much with me. She appreciated my vulnerability and transparency, such as how her daughter was violated by her father. And it turned out I had a toolbox of resources for her. And that's what I'm going back to that right there. When you are vulnerable, um, people are kind of drawn to, not drawn to you, but it's the transparent the openness that you have. And then when we share those things that have happened or that we've experienced or things like that, a lot of people say, you know what, I've been through the same thing as well, or I'm going through some things. And there is, a, again, this strength in being vulnerable. Yeah, it's a, some things that you shouldn't be shamed about. When you expose those things, being vulnerable is not exposing yourself necessarily to others all the time but it's also exposing yourself to yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to admit that some things have happened to you so that you can seek healing. You can seek the resources that you need to be able to help your situation, but you have to admit that they happen for you to get help, you know? And, and, and seeing other people that have exposed themselves and been vulnerable enough to tell their stories, you know, their 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 intimate details, the, the things that should be shameful, they say, you know what? It's not gonna have a hold on me anymore. I'm going to release this and be free from it. And it releases others and helps them to be free from that same thing as well. So there's so much strength and courage in being vulnerable. And really we talk about being authentically you. In order to be authentically you, guess what? Baby, you got to be vulnerable. You have to connect with the real you. You have to say, this is me flaws and all. And if you want to accept me authentically me, that means this is all the stuff that comes with it. Now, I ain't saying tell all your business now. It's mm -hmm. a difference. <laughs> but you have to acknowledge that things have happened um, because you want people to know the real you and not the representative. That's so right. those two things go hand in hand, being vulnerable and being authentically you. And people don't realize that. And if you can't be vulnerable in your situations, you cannot be authentic. That's right. Hey, look, shout out to Miss Dominique. She says, vulnerability is 
definitely something that is cultivated. Allowing someone to be vulnerable is you empowering them to walk in their truth wholeheartedly. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yes, it is very difficult to do. But the benefits come later after people react to your vulnerability. You're absolutely right, ladies and gentlemen. So vulnerability is hard. It is hard, but at the same time, it is necessary. So before we go into our break, right, I want you guys to think about, and you can chime in, what levels of vulnerability are you currently working on? And also, do you see it as a barrier? Because keep in mind, there may be individuals right on the other side of that door. Hey, right on the other side of that door, knocking, right? Knocking. And listen, got everything you need to be safe. However, it takes you to open up. It takes you to open up and to be susceptible to being hurt, but not thinking like, okay, as soon as I open this individual in, they're going to hurt me, okay? Or, you know, just thinking so cynical. So we're going to talk about that uh, in a few, and we're going to talk about different different ways that, or different types of vulnerability, vulnerabilities, and how to get over those, all right? It's so, so important. But ladies and gentlemen, if you guys have time, which I know you do, while we get this getting in, hey, what's going on? What's going on, IT? Hey, while we're getting this in, make sure y'all share this. Hit the share button, and we're going to be right back by, let me see, taking care of these few messages. Right on, right on. Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, is a minority, female-owned, nonprofit management consulting agency located in Humble, Texas, north of Houston. The owner, Jackie Dozier, has over 36 years of nonprofit and for-profit business management experience. She can take your idea from thought to manifestation while offering a myriad of services to help you successfully manage your business along the way. Her services include state filing anywhere in the United States, getting your employee identification number and 501c3 tax determination, providing cooperative and service agreements and mandatory documents, one-on-one grant writing training and consultation, board and staff development, and more. Ms. Dozier's clients include the U.S. Departments of Health and Human Services, the Administration of Children and Youth, U.S. and Caddo Parish, Louisiana Departments of Education, and the list goes on. References are available. Check her out on our Facebook page, Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, and contact her by email at integrityconsultingpsllc at gmail.com. Rates are competitive. Say you heard about her on Sanity Check for a 5% discount. ICPS. Providing all of your small business and grant writing needs with integrity and professionalism. Hey, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Sanity Check. Y'all, we're talking about being vulnerable and how it is part of growing and we need to be vulnerable. But look, shout out, shout out. She says, Lord, I just re- I released a book that puts me out 
to everyone to be judged, right? Thank God the response has been nothing but positive. Yes, congratulations. And, and also, look, being an author, I understand how that feels, but not in my situation, not all of the um, responses have been positive because I know not everybody is. However, when you write a book, you're open to that. So I thought, I thought, oh, look, I know this is a good book, boom, it'll be all good and everybody's gonna dig it. But when individuals don't, it hurts, but it shouldn't stop you from your initial reasoning for doing things. And then that was just one out of so many. You get what I mean? But what we don't want to do when we're vulnerable and we get hurt is that we stay there. You see what I'm saying? We stay in the rut. Being like, oh, Lord, they didn't like me, so ooh, let me just stop writing or stop doing whatever whatever it is I've been called to do. Camille, what do you think about that, being so vulnerable, finally opening yourself up, and then you, you're hurt? What do you think about that? Um, I think, again, it's necessary for growth. Um, you know, again, we talk about that resistance. You need the resistance to grow. You need to, to feel something, some sort of pushback so that ultimately, if you keep going, you can see how far you can actually go or what you're actually capable of. You know, it's that roadblock. Okay, I could let it be a roadblock or I could let it be a stepping stone. You know, am I gonna let this one thing deter me from knowing or doing what I know I'm purpose to do? Or am I gonna leverage it and say, okay, and, and again, we talk about that being vulnerable, but when people say things like that, you know, it's asking those questions. Is there some truth in it? What can I learn from this? If you don't like it, okay, tell me what you don't like about it so that next time I write my book, I could do something better. You know what I mean? Give me that feedback and you, you'll be surprised at how much uh, people will. I'll give you this, this story really, really quickly. Um, there was a lady who, who does some good... Um, work and everything. She's a coach and stuff like that. We had a moment where we had to go in there. And I think I told you guys this before, but um, we were masterminding her and it was, I don't have any clients. This is snap. And so basically I went and I, I checked out her stuff on the background and I was like, well, I would never stop and look at your stuff after looking at her website. So she was like, oh no. So she got really, really puffed up and upset about it. And I was like, hear me what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. So, you know, and afterwards we had the opportunity to have a conversation. I was open to giving her feedback to make it better because it was about making her better and not just telling her, oh, it's good knowing that I would not become a client. So we had that conversation. She asked me, send me a couple invoices. You know, and at first she was just, oh, I hate what you did. I hate this and this. And I said, hey, you know, you have to resonate. It has to resonate with you. Sit on it. Well, she came back again. And then she came back again. And she has paid those invoices. And then she was like, you know what? It took me a minute, but I see exactly what you're saying now. And as I'm looking at what I had and what the possibility can be, she was like, oh, my God, I'm like overblown. Can you do this? And then she goes, and now I want to hire you on to help me to make this better to improve her thing. So sometimes in that, you know, when people do attack you, if you turn around and say, well, can you just tell me what it is that you don't like so I can make it better? You know, again, we can use that roadblock as a stepping stone to become better. So we need that resistance to grow. We need to be vulnerable. And then we have to accept some of those things. Now, we don't have to accept it as truth, but we can listen 
you know, to what they have to say and extract those things that we can improve upon to make ourselves better. So mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, it's twofold. Yes, we're opening ourselves up for uh, criticism or for people to judge us and things like that. But again, I've learned to kind of switch that and say, is, is whatever they're saying true or is at least part of it true? And let me take that truth and make it better for me. That's so. true. That's right. Absolutely. And it, it takes a, it takes a certain level of uh, wanting to grow, right? So you can't have a fixed mm-hmm. mindset to think that everyone that communicates with you or have something to say is to bring you down. However, there's times when that criticism is constructive, but the messenger either, hey, look, like we said before, you might not like the messenger. So just because you don't like them, does that mean that they're lying? You get what I mean? Does that mean that just because they don't like your color of clothes or or they don't like certain things that, you know, you like would come out of their mouth? Is that wrong? Absolutely not all the time. So, you know, we, we have to make sure that, um, we can use being vulnerable to grow. So ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna talk about a type of uh, expressions of vulnerability that are important, right? So we have to find new ways to interact, okay? You have to find new ways to interact with individuals because this is about growth, okay? So when you are communicating with, uh, not necessarily communicating with people, but when you're going into a different setting, going into, let's say, a different relationship, a different uh, occupation, you have to be willing to kind of chill out, see how things are ran, to learn. You see what I'm saying? To learn and realize everything that you know at that moment is based off of everything that you've been experienced to, experienced, right? But the new situation is something totally different. So you have to be vulnerable and humble enough to learn, hey, to shut your mouth and saying, hey, well, look, back in back in Bandcamp and back in back in Minnesota, we used to check it out, chill out, hush your mouth, hush your mouth, and just watch and see how the weight of the land is and how it operates right on, then right on. you can incorporate your, your, the, the things of the old that worked before and apply it to a new situation. What do you think about that, Camille? Oh, God. I hated that. You know, well, back at so-and-so, I used to do this. Well, guess what? You're not there anymore, and this is the way we do it. And what happens oftentimes is people don't understand the why. You come in and you just want to change things, but every unit, every organization, every family, every work, whatever, is not the same. The dynamics are different. And so therefore you have to have a different approach. And so it's, you take the good with the bad, sit back. And some people still, they, they'd be like, well, I'm an observation period. But what they're doing is instead of finding out why it works the way it is, they're finding all the things that they don't like that don't line up with what they used to do. And then they try to implement those things and it doesn't work. And you wonder why it doesn't work because your mindset was in the wrong place. You were still trying to figure out all the holes you can plug with the stuff that you knew instead of understanding the why behind it. And then implementing maybe, you know, a a modification of what you used to do that fit the new place. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it does. I'm always, no matter what, because I, as a flight chief, I, I wasn't just in my regular career field, but they put me in all different career fields. So mm-hmm. I was over, um, you know, areas and in jobs that I had never had any type of um, dealings with. And so 
I had to tell them, I had to step back. I don't care that I'm the, the ranking person or, or the boss or the leader or the whatever. I'm learning from you guys. And mm-hmm. I need for you to show me. So right now I'm the, the bottom man on the rung. You know, I'm I'm man on the bottom rung. And I have to sit back and shut my mouth and figure out how these things go. And I have to be vulnerable enough to ask and say, I do not know. Y'all gonna have to help me with this one. This ain't my specialty, my job, no nothing, you know? And so I'm having to learn from the youngest person, but that also empowers them as well. The same right. just because you're, you know, in this position doesn't mean that you know everything. I don't. And it gives them a sense of pride and, you know, in what they're doing that they can teach somebody else who they would think should know it, you know? Absolutely. So it's, it's no. a twofold, but yeah. You're right. You're right. No, no, no. That makes sense. And so we have to be honest and be willing to be vulnerable in that space. Look, the next one, y'all, is a new areas of conversation. We kind of hit on this, right? But this is a way to uh, connect with individuals that are different than you, right? Such as something touchy as politics, right? What you're compassionate about, books, even spirituality, you know, body image, parenting, and everything like that. Because when you are vulnerable enough to talk about your experiences, that helps individuals to be vulnerable too. And then that you can share. And then the bottom line is finding commonality. See, so when we're not able to be vulnerable with individuals, we cannot connect with them to see things from their point of view, because it's only our point of view. Listen, it's always like we're putting up our own blinders. So it's like, okay, look, this is all it is and this is all i've known so i don't want to bring this down some of it is fear because that means i'm afraid to let you know the bad something that i've experienced that may be perceived as bad however by explaining it to you the right way you may be able to connect with me and make me now realize or show me now that that wasn't a bad situation. It was actually a blessing. You you get what I mean? So when we're talking about finding different ways to work with that vulnerability, that's another way, connecting with people that may not um, walk, talk, or think like you, but could actually help you make sense of the things that you are afraid of. You, you get what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that look, that's why I like to surround myself with uh, different people of different walks of life, of different uh, levels of intellect, of different, you know, uh, business, because I, I was actually on a call today or on a Zoom today, a training, and that was one of the things we were talking about, that vulnerability. And they bring me back, you know, they, they ground me, <laughs> they ground me. Um, and so it's like, you need that extra perspective, somebody who has a different level of awareness that can show you a different perspective that says, hey, that's not all bad. Did you ever see this side of it? But until you're vulnerable, you can't do that. You won't get that information. And sometimes I I have wrote down, like you gotta sometimes change your circles, you know, of those people that if the people that you are around are not helping you grow through, or grow from whatever, because situations are going to happen, right? Now, Mm -hmm. we can all be cheerleaders, you know, for you to stay in the place that you are while everybody else is going on about their business, or you can find those people that are going to, you know, extend a hand and help you up Mm -hmm. over that thing. 
And sometimes we have to, you know, people are like, oh, well, you done moved up. Well, you were no longer serving me. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be in this place. I need to elevate. And mm-hmm. so we do need to to extend our circles and in, in, in our people or, or be around people that we can be vulnerable with that have a different perspective that can help us through those things. So that's really, really important. Absolutely. And I say, I wrote down this little thing and I said, in those situations specifically or in family, when we're going through things and, you know, we have this passed down mentality and everybody be like want to judge you because you want to do something different. Oh, that ain't going to work. It always, we always did this. What's wrong with this? My big mom said this and this and that. Well, it's not serving you. And I say, you know, at this point in my life, I'd rather choose peace over people. Yeah. Absolutely. So some of them I got to let go. Yeah. And it's okay. Because, and you know, the thing is, is yeah. that sometimes when there are, when there are situations or people that you let go, you are doing it for your benefit and sometimes theirs. Okay. Because individuals can occupy your space just just being there but they're uncomfortable you understand they're uncomfortable because they cannot connect with you right they cannot connect with you so so ladies and gentlemen one more we want to talk about uh this different different ones is the accomplishments achievements and pride okay what this comes from is us not being willing or not being open to talk about the things that we have achieved because we feel maybe we're being too braggadocious, too boastful. And so essentially what we do is we turn our lights down just so other people can see. You understand? And that is not necessary, right? But it's a way to communicate the things that you've accomplished as inspiration for individuals, not to the point where you're so high up that you can't even connect with me, right? I'm so high up, you, you would never be able to get here type of thing, you see? So there's sometimes that we are less, we're, we're, we're less uh, opt to have conversations about our accomplishments because it, it, we don't want to come off a certain way. Now, what do you think about that? It's true. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm, that's the area I have to work, work on, um, because I have been, you know, humble pie my whole life. Everybody's like, well, where's all your, you know, you ain't got them. Like, you have no idea what I have, you know? Um, but then I never would bring out, you go in my office and it was nothing there. You know, I've had awards all the way up and, you know, several accolades and things like that, but I didn't want that to get in the way of my ability to connect with people or for mm-hmm. people to think that I was, you know, in a certain level, like, oh man, she got all this, she done all these things and I can't talk to her. No, I'm like, at the end of the day, none of that means anything. If I can't lead the people who, you know, that I'm in charge of to follow, I can't connect with them, none of that. So I chose to put all of that away. But somebody else said, you know, you also need to show them, too, that, you know, this stuff is achievable, <laughs> you know, that that um, they, too, can accomplish. They look at you in one way, but you've been able to reach certain levels. So I had to really kind of find a balance there to where typically when I'm in a one on one, 
um, you know, and they're trying to get somewhere, I'll share my stories, mo- mostly on a one-on-one basis. Yeah. But I still haven't been the person that I'm just like, you know, everything, I got the I love me walls, everything, and everybody know everything, and it creates that barrier where people are like, oh, man, I'll never be able to, to live up to that, or why would she want to talk to me, or anything like that. So I'm still trying to find that good balance, um, if you will, because I, to me, I, I value the people part of it more than anything else that connection and i don't want anything to hinder that connection so absolutely i feel the same way and i also feel as though the things that i've done and that that i've accomplished they were all part of the journey so i personally don't really like to hash old things unless individuals um come in already knowing you get what i mean or if they need help Right. And I said, oh, yeah, too easy. Boom. This is how you do blah, 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 blah. Right. But there is times, ladies and gentlemen, when you avoid wanting or avoid sounding boastful or arrogant about your accomplishments. Right. So it says when people are proud, Seth, this is indicators of change. Yes. People or friends and acquaintances. Yes, you're absolutely right. And and so and it's a difference between being uh, proud and being prideful, right? And then also being able to have pride in the things that you have accomplished, right? So this is also Mm -hmm. a fine dance. But family, what we're talking about is how being vulnerable is is essential to growth, right? Mm -hmm. Let me see, right? When you suppress, suppress your success or knowledge, that to me cheats not only the other person, but you cheat yourself as well. It needs to be shared. Oh, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And again, I think we're all on different, you know, different levels when it comes down to this because it's it's hard, right? Certain things you don't get a manual for in life, right? You just have to dig it, trial and error. And then when you get those individuals that say, "Well, it, what you did was okay," you get what I'm saying? It was that wasn't yeah. all. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't all that. So it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It It is crazy. I, I don't think I suppressed my success, so to speak, or the things. I just think that I, I try to find a balance that because I have gone into places where people, that's all they talk about is all the things that they've done and what they've accomplished and who they bump arms with and who they, you know, and it's just like, okay, let's get past all of that. Like, I want to know about you, <laughs> you know, like I want to know. And so I don't want to be that type of braggadocious person. Mm-hmm. I, I never have, it's just not my, my personality anyway. But again, I know that it has sometimes created a barrier between me and other people that all they want to talk about is their past accomplishments. And I'm like, okay, for what I need, none of that matters right now. Like I need you in this right. moment right here to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. Can you do that? Can you help me with that? And then I'm like, you know what? I'll just go ask somebody else because yeah. I'm feeling like you're telling me that you're too good for me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what I need is not significant enough for you because you're not going to get anything out of it. So I'm like, okay. But um, at the same time, um, I do celebrate me sometimes. I, I do, um, again, more on a one-on-one basis. And to my jokes, uh, uh, point, there's a lot of people that have been trying to push me out of my comfort zone, being her, my mother, Seth, you know, a few other people that say, hey, you have these skills, you need to, you know, 
basically let people know so that they can get something from that <laughs> and instead of just kind of being in the background but that's just kind of how my, my personality but i'm working on it i'm working on it so well and then also I celebrate too, that. and also to you know it, it, it's all encouragement but all, it, essentially you have to do what you have to do because mm-hmm. if you think about it we can we can see potential in other people before we see the potential in ourselves. Like I said, it's hard to see the big picture when you're still in the frame. So individuals that's telling you things is not, it's not false. You understand? There's not false, but they're seeing things from a different perspective. And then you have to see it for you at your own time. You're right. So I get so so many things and, and hear so much from individuals as far as what I could be doing and should be doing. They're absolutely right. However, yes. you have to have that emotional energy to even want to do it. Look, just because I'm That's good true. at it and I'm all right. That doesn't mean I want to wake up in the middle of the night and just do it because you think I'm good at it. What if I want to do it? Then, check it out. If I do it, if I do something I want to do, it's not. It's going to be worse than me not even doing it in the first place. So right on. I appreciate it. High five. But if I'm not digging it, I'm not digging it right now. How about this? Instead of telling me what you think I should do, how about you listen to what I'm doing? Hold on. Before you tell me what you think I should do, <laughs> ask me, hey, what you got going on? And not just that, how can I help? Where's my thing? Damn, my thing. <laughs> help. Yeah. Because listen, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, and we're saying this in just, but people, everyone, yeah. people have potential to do whatever it is that they want to do, but they can't do everything. Right? So with that being said, how can you help lighten the load? You right on? Wait, watch this. Can you do it? Hey, can I help you do what you see me? Too much? Too soon? It's okay. Thank you, Auntie. Dang, 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 dang. Okay. But so, but still, this, this is when we're talking about being vulnerable, ladies and gentlemen, we also have to be vulnerable with ourselves to the individuals that we know, love, respect, and trust and say, hey, uh, you may be right in what you see, but right now, I, that's not really what I want to do. And I may be great at it, but right now, at this time, in this part of the journey, I'm over here. Let, let me get over there when I got time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's true. You know, in some areas, I know that the people that, that pour into me, they love me. They see oh, yeah. me. They know what I'm yeah, doing. Absolutely. So I can... I can say yes, you know, it just has to feel right in my spirit at that time. I work a lot on inspiration, you know, so I have to be inspired to do something or have the energy, like you said, to do it in that moment. Um, But I know that there are a lot of things that I have suppressed, a lot of skills Mm -hmm. that I have, a lot of knowledge that I have that I have suppressed. So um, I do take that into consideration. I do, you know, listen, I do and I'm working on some things. So I am working no, on no, some things good. that are about to come yeah. out. So look, look, this is the deal. Yeah. This isn't a personal attack to anybody. Oh, no, no, right? no, no, no. The thing mm-hmm. is, is the thing is, is being able to know what you can do versus what you want to do. There's a difference. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and when the time comes, look, when the time comes and if it's time for you to do it, it's gonna happen. You see what I'm saying? It's it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. hey, on your time. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, now we're going to talk about the, you know, type of signs when an individual is being vulnerable. 
and you may not notice it, but they are being vulnerable. One of them is that we kind of talked about it earlier. They're willing to try new experiences, right? Look, look, they, look, they, they, they want to do something different, something outside of what of what they've been growing up to do. So look, I'm about to put myself out here. For example, when I ran for the alderman position, right, for my city, I knew absolutely nothing about it. And guess what? Didn't care because I knew that ultimately I was going to learn from it, right? So when an individual is being vulnerable, their their why is bigger than just surface level. Why is he doing this? He don't know this, blah, 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 blah. No, you're right, but you don't see what's bubbling in my soul. You know, bubbling. It's a It's a yeah, so being vulnerable, ladies and gentlemen, when a person is being vulnerable, you see them doing things that they may not be in your mind fit to do. But how do you know what you can do if you don't try what you've never done? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. when people say that, oh, well, you can't do it. Well, how do you know? Because I don't even know. So how do you know what I can't do? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you have to challenge yourself and push yourself out of your comfort zone in mm -hmm. order to even see what you're capable of. Yes. That takes a huge level of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. But when you see people doing that, stop trying to stop them. It, you know, they're trying to grow past where they are. You know what I'm saying? I see that and be like, stop, let them do what they're going to do because, you know, they'll figure out if they can do it or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll all find out in the end, but you know what I'm saying? Let If they choose to go out of their comfort zone a little bit and stretch themselves and try to grow, let them. They might fail, but who cares? Who hasn't failed, right? Exactly. That's how we get to all the, and I'll talk about that in a little bit, but yes, challenge yourself to yeah. see what you're capable of and then like you on the back end, I ain't still in your thunder, Seth, but on the back end, even though you didn't get that position, it opened up so many more doors for you mm -hmm. because you took that chance on yourself. You were vulnerable in doing something that you didn't know how to do and, and quite successful in the end, if I, you know, if I say. <laughs> you know what? I think it's a blessing. It is, you know, but it's just crazy when, you know, people are being vulnerable to try something new, but the individuals that never tried it be the first one to say what you shouldn't do like oh okay so what you do is is this okay so you tell me i shouldn't do this so tell me how it worked out for you what what, what didn't work right what you did. hey wait watch this so when you did this what happened oh, right on so oh, you didn't do that oh, oh you didn't do that. gotcha gotcha so let me go on ahead and fall forward if i'm a fail let me fail forward because now boom i hit myself now i know it and now watch this i got a story for you exactly. uh -oh. see so so and yes. i learned what i need to do for the next time because i'm gonna exactly. do it again. and watch this <laughs> even if i decided not to do it again now i can teach someone come absolutely. on absolutely Yes, absolutely. Yes, like she said. Yes, stun growers. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> another sign that individuals are being vulnerable, they don't ding 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 ding. They don't avoid negative emotions. Mm. Hey, hey, you see there? All right. Now, when you're truly being vulnerable, you have to understand some things ain't go feel good. But you have to, in order to get what you want, 
it's a balance of things that you're that you don't want you need that and so what i mean by that ladies and gentlemen if you don't if, if you can't dig it is that it's valid to have anxiety about the unknown or have the fear of rejection all right who look who who wouldn't when when you're about to ask somebody for a date or a raise or something like that but instead of running from it vulnerable people push themselves out there in spite of it, y'all. You dig? So you have to be willing to say, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen. Chances are they may say no, right? They, they might think I'm funny looking, but I'm going to shoot my shot. How many shots you going to make if you don't shoot one, y'all? Mm. You got to do the first one. <laughs> yeah. You know, but but that's what what would you think about that, right? So those individuals mm -hmm. that don't avoid negative emotions, how important is that? You know, it's important because people can see. You know, I I said this I think before, but um, it's that vulnerability allows people to see you fight through the fear. You know that there ta that takes a certain level of courage. You know, when somebody is up on them, you know, we laugh at people that say go out to Jamaica, right? Then they want to go to 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 um, what's it called, Ricks or whatever, and they want to jump off the things, and you see them, and they legs is shaking, or they doing bungee jumping, they're like, oh, you know, and then there's something in okay, you see all of these negative emotions. I want to turn back around and go over there. Like I ain't really, I I don't know what possessed me to do this, but you know what, I'm here. And I'm going to press through and I'm going to do it anyway. And then people see that and they go, oh, man, he really did it. Man, he was scared, shaking like a leaf. But then he did it. And then he did it and he did it successfully. And they come back up and he do it again. They come back up and do it again. And it's like, all right, man, you know, this is what I found. Like you said, I'm, I'm teaching you something. But you see them expressing those negative emotions. But there's something to be said in fighting through it. Uh -huh. And again, not letting it stop you from doing the thing that you want to do. And it shows other people how to be courageous when they're vulnerable as well. Courageous yeah. in their transparency. So, yes. yeah, yes. I think it's important. Yeah. It's very important. And ladies and gentlemen, look, if y'all just tuning in, y'all still here just to remind you what we're talking about. We're talking about being vulnerable and how it's essential yes. to grow. And so now the next part is we're talking about different things that you can see in people when they're being vulnerable and how it works for them. So the next one is they value relationships that have more emotional intimacy, all right? More emotional intimacy, meaning that at this point, um, it, it's almost like being vulnerable can improve your your your, your friendships, your, uh, your your significant other relationships, even your working environment, right? Because you're you're able to um, work better inside those bonds where the other person share things that of the same value. You get what I mean? And so that, that's so it 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 just helps, right? It just helps things like wow, I got a safe space. You get what I'm saying? I have a safe space with you, you see? And that's when you know a person is operating in that vulnerability, when you know you see that their their relationships are tighter. They're, they're, they're tighter knit. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen, those of you that have been in the military or um, been through some, let's say for example, traumatic uh, environment, traumatic situation with friends, people share that, you can talk about it. 
wow, this was a trip, wasn't it? I was hurt. I was afraid. Me too. This was crazy. Like I've been to Afghanistan, right? When they were bombing, it was crazy. However, this was almost 10 years ago, but I'm able to still connect with those individuals that were there. And we can build off of that because we saw our, our vulnerabilities then. So now our bond is tighter and it remains tight to this day. What do you think about that, Camille? Absolutely. There's a trust factor that goes with, um, you know, when you're vulnerable in relationships, um, those people that have gone to, to war together or those people who have been in the trenches together, they understand intimately what they experienced. And so they know that in this, I can tell you and you'll understand on a whole different level than anybody else. Now they want me to relive and tell me each thing where I can just tell you this is what I'm feeling and you know exactly what I'm feeling. You know, and it it, it deepens those relationships because those are built on trust. I'm not going to tell your secrets. You're not going to tell mine. We was both out there crying. Didn't know if we was going to make it another day. You know, we was both over there like, you know, God praying, just just get us through this this event that happens. And so when you're able to be built to be vulnerable like that, it builds a level of trust, which also deepens your connections with people because you understand, you know, when you can trust somebody, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's a feeling that it, it, you shouldn't just take lightly. Yes. You know, and it's like, I can bring this person this, and then there's a connection on a level that, you know, is, is so much deeper than the surface. You see people with relationships and it's very surface all the time. That's because there has been no vulnerability. You know, mm-hmm. y'all just dapping and moving and hey, you, you know, everything's on the up and up. You've never had that intimate time to say, this is how I'm really feeling. This is what I'm going through. You know, this is, I cried myself to sleep last night because of X, Y, and Z. I lost my mother and this is how it feels. And so there's these surface levels. But when you're able to be vulnerable with somebody and build that trust, it builds those solid relationships because yes. it is built on a much deeper connection than just passing you by and saying, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Being able to share some of the, the deepest, darkest, deepest, uh, your your highest highs, your lowest lows, that everything and finding somebody who's going to keep that safe is like so important for building relationships. Absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And one last point is that individuals that are vulnerable they connect very well with strangers think about it right they're strangers they're like oh okay well look what's going on i mean like think about it let's say you're in a line getting ready to go to a concert and you know you're just feeling the vibe feeling the energy or even a, a baseball game or a stadium whatever it is you're in the in the line and everybody's feeling good and you just just strike up a conversation or they strike up a conversation with you. Thing is, is that you're able, being vulnerable, you're able to have a conversation with someone that you don't know if you're going to like them or not. You see? So part of being vulnerable is operating in the unknown and just that awkward peace, that awkward time, but also knowing that at the end of this conversation, it's going to be okay. Why? Because I don't know this person. I can leave and they can leave. I won't see them ever again. But then that's one thing on the flip side. This might be a cool person, right? I may be able to learn something. They may be able to teach me something. I can teach them something, right? 
right there in the middle. And so being vulnerable, ladies and gentlemen, is a mindset where you are thinking optimistic about situations, but you're putting yourself out there knowing that there's some things that you don't know. You don't know what the outcomes is going to be, but you have security, enough mental security and self-security inside that no matter who you connect with and how you connect with them, it's okay, right? So being able to have conversations with individuals, different walks of life, folks that don't look like you, don't walk like you, you know, they just, their whole vernacular is different than yours and just being able to connect with them, they are showing a level of vulnerability and so are you you see what you think about that camille like how, how important is that being able to be okay with connecting with uh strangers i, I told you that I, I just was on a group today where i had a whole vulnerable moment but they're at a place where they can you know help me through that and and, and give me some different perspective but most of the people that i know nowadays i've never actually met in person you know, there's a, a level of vulnerability that I have to have to have these connections. And sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger. You know, yeah. you just get mouth bombing. And, like, and I've, yeah, I've had people too that's like, I don't know why I feel like I can talk to you. Like, just came up to me out of nowhere. I don't know why I feel like I could talk to you, but I just feel like I can. And gave me their whole life story and cried and everything. And then it was like, okay, I'm good now. And it walked off. They needed to get that out, whatever it was about me that, you know, they d decided that they wanted to be vulnerable with me. It was necessary for their healing and for their growth. And then they walk away like, whew, I feel better. And I'm like, okay, what do I do with this? You know, have to give that back, you know, dump it out into the universe. But um, I'm often able to, and some of my really, really good um, friendships or, you know, connections now are again, because I was vulnerable with a stranger or a stranger was vulnerable with me. And we found out that we have so much in common, mm -hmm. so much, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what your vernacular is. It doesn't matter what your education level is. It doesn't matter where you came from. People are people and we experience life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As long as you're here, you're going to experience it. And I think oftentimes, what prevents us from being vulnerable is that we feel as though whatever it is that we're going through, we're the only ones going through it and the rest of the world is okay, right? No, the world is full of loonies. You dig? They, oh, listen, everybody is still trying to find their way. So it's okay. Get out of your business, your own business, right? Meaning is that, meaning you feel as though you're the only one that's experiencing life, right? You're not. And it, it, so what I mean, for example, talking to strangers, it's okay, right? If you're dealing with something new, chances are the person next to you, they've even, they've either dealing with this too, like they're witnessing something at the same time, or it's, you know, they, they can give you something else more to, to you know, to, to, to actually understand. For example, we went to the zoo the other day and you know, just looking at different animals. And it was just so funny listening to my daughter. She's talking, you know, looking at these, uh, you know, these animals. And I'm hearing these kids come next to her to talking about the same animal. But then they just all start talking together. You know, yeah. talk, I think it was like baboons or something crazy. I'm like, okay, you see. So at that level, they're still willing to communicate. At our level, we so worried about who judging us. We don't want to say nothing. This is what we say. Watch this. I don't want them to think I don't know what I'm talking about. You don't. 
Okay, he don't know what you're talking about. What's wrong with you? Hey, chances are he don't even know you don't know what you're talking about. So get out of it. Pride, y'all. Pride yes. in it prevents us from being vulnerable. So seeing this at, at young ages, they don't know that it's not that serious. How many times you walk around your house and all of a sudden you see a baboon? You don't. You get what I'm saying? You're experiencing something new and they they're able to connect with each other. I encourage us all to be willing to connect with people. It's okay. It's all right. And you know, if you feel weird or if you don't like the conversation, you can always walk away. Back out, walk away. I'm so like kids, though. I'm so much like kids. Everybody's like, you know, no strangers. And my kids don't know any strangers either. Because mm-hmm. we'll be talking, if we're talking about the same thing, I'm like, hey, you know, we just, and we just get to talking. And I've been invited to have a drink or a beer or, a, you know, a food. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, why don't y'all come over and join us, do this or whatever, whatever, by simply just having those types of, of conversations. You know, people want to just, they're like, man, you know, this person is just open and they just do this. And, you know, come on, join us. You my type of people that's what i hear a lot you're my type of people or a person and so um i'm still like a kid in that <laughs> in that sense that i really do just talk to random people yeah. like if we're in the same space enjoying the same thing oh we don't have a conversation if you don't want to have a conversation i can read clues you know i yeah. <laughs> i back up but i i did talk, I did yeah, of talk course to i mean no I get it i mean not saying go around being that that guy or being a weirdo. Like we can, you can tell when some people are closed off because it's you know yeah. their, their their space is is theirs. We get that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, and what we're encouraging individuals to do is, if you understand that being vulnerable is a way for you to grow, growing, ladies and gentlemen, requires new experiences. Check it out. Just because you are a certain age and a certain height does not mean that you are emotionally growing. You're just getting older. You dig? Listen, as soon as you was born, you start getting older. Now, right, so it's your responsibility now to grow maturely and emotionally. And that will take you to have conversations and situations that's outside of your norm. It's a circle, right? Your circle of uh, of experiences is right here at the age of whatever you're at. Understand there's other experiences outside of that. So what you think you know, you may know, but there's more to it. More. A, a whole lot more to it. So it takes you to be vulnerable to say, you know what? Oh, maybe I don't know all that I need to know in this situation. And if that's okay, if, if you want to do that, that's cool. If you want to say, well, you know what? I'm just comfortable knowing this much. As a matter of fact, I challenge you. Ask yourself, do I know enough to be okay, right? So what I mean by that is you may have learned just enough to get you where you are today. Are you okay staying there? Are you okay staying there? It's going to take you to be vulnerable to say, first of all, having conversations with yourself. No, I think I want more. To, I know I want more. To, I want more. And then, yes, and then, but that, by changing your conversations, that would initially start your your change of your environment. But you have to 
first of all, have that conversation with yourself because just like what Camille was saying, she can pick up cues, right? And, and see when people are closed mm -hmm. off. Some people will be closed off because they're not ready to grow and to experience more than what they already have. You heard people say, look, I don't need no new friends. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you probably <laughs> don't, you know, but I ask you, what are those current friends doing for your mental health? Hello. Hello. I just, you know, I said I'm open book when it comes to that. And I talk to people and I see people that are closed off. And sometimes I say stuff anyway. And you see that they open up to you. You know, it's like they might have a preconceived notion about who you are or should be. But um, then they're like, oh, you know, this person is actually pretty cool. And we have those conversations. And then a lot of times that has it you know, went deeper into deeper conversations about life, about people and all these, and you expose them to views that they may not be, um, you know, privy to, or oftentimes, again, I've been invited in circles that people would say I have no business being in, you know, like how in the world, how are you connected to this person or how do you know this? And I'm like, I simply had a conversation, you know what I mean? I simply just said, hey, or when I heard something, I asked a question that exposed my vulnerabilities you know what i mean that i was like look all right i hear what you're saying but i'm not sure i quite understand you know this is what i thought and they're like oh well let me take the time to see it but no what you're saying is and then it's, it, it increases that conversation then you find what you thought you knew you didn't really know or you only have a limited knowledge of that particular thing but then if you're open and people see that you're willing to learn you're 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 vulnerable enough to say hey these are my shortcomings my shortfall this is my limited knowledge self uh a lot of times they'll say you know what come on let me show you something else mm -hmm. let me invite you into my world let me you know give you a different and it's like man and then that blows your mind i just i really that that saying you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable I'm really being comfortable, learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable because my life changes on a day to day yes. basis. Yes. People that I connect with. And mm -hmm. that's because I'm open to do that. And I'm open mm -hmm. to correction. I'm open to learning. I'm open to being vulnerable about, you know, a lot of things because I'm not okay with just being here in the same place that I've been in for the last, you know, whatever. No. I want to elevate as much as you know God will allow, as much as the universe will allow. I'm trying to keep going higher, and then I try to come back like we're on here, Seth, and give people the knowledge that they need to continue to elevate. Mm -hmm. So, that's, yeah, that's absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about being vulnerable. Yes, 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 yes. She says I'm open, and that's the deal. That's the deal. Are you open? Do you really want to elevate or is it just lip service? Because realize that it's not all jam good, right? It's not going to be all warm and fuzzy. There's some embarrassing times. There's times when you have that doubt, you have that unknown, right? Uh, uh, just that feeling you don't know. However, it is necessary to grow in order to be vulnerable. You have to grow to grow. You have to be vulnerable. Right. But the thing is, is how do we do that? Are we our own brick wall? Are we our own brick wall? Do or like meaning is our pride so high and so strong that it prevents us from learning and connecting 
platform other people right so this is what today is about y'all this sanity check and how you can grow and understanding that there's some things that you may have to work on and it's a daily thing look every day you wake up that's an opportunity to grow if you feel like you know it all you, you, you think it's just a blessing that you're waking up and you can eat, you know, eat cereal and sit and sing coffee. No, that's an opportunity for you to be a blessing to someone else, right? In order for you to be a blessing to someone else, you got to be vulnerable. Hey, you have to be open and say, hey, you know what? I don't know how to do this. Or, hey, I've done this before. I would love to help you in it. Or be vulnerable and say, you know what? You're good at this i can use your help right you never know and i think that's what we run away from that fear of the unknown and that fear of being prejudged all right because we don't know how we're going to be uh perceived or accepted so camille before you go into your last point have you ever been in a situation where you did not uh connect with an individual or do something because of that fear of being vulnerable and being let down yes i have um there's been several situations uh moving into a new job you know that vulnerability that fear didn't really i looked at the work center and i was like i don't know that i would you know fit well here you know or that they'll accept me i say i'm very quirky and um you know everybody seems like they're all uptight and everything you know when i get my my mode i could you know or my mood i could be just very like okay why is everybody so uptight you know but they'll be like and i was like uh you know what I, i'm not gonna do that even though it probably would have been a good experience for me um i just didn't want to be vulnerable in that and then also when I, I was vulnerable and took another job um not being accepted there it wasn't because of anything i was doing or not doing it was just because the people there didn't want to accept me and so when i saw another like opportunity i was like mm, i just don't want to go back into that kind of situation um but it was different people and you know it could have turned out differently uh for me but again um even when I didn't take those opportunities, there were others that were given and I took advantage of what I could there. And so, um, you know, I just didn't stop and say, no, I'm go back in my hole or retreat. I kept moving forward just in a different direction. But yes, there have been times where I just, you know, that fear of failure or, you know, not being accepted or whatever kept me from, from doing a certain thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. How about you? You know what? I mean, you ran for alderman, so I'm not sure, but you know. <laughs> you know what? It's it's different levels to it, right? Good morning, good morning, Matthew. Good morning. It's very, it's different levels. So, from the mm -hmm. outside looking in, that is a high feat, right? To me, real talk, I really feel like it. Was, I'm not saying I'm not downplaying it, but I just felt like it was part of my 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 duty. It's just being a, a civil servant, right? So I didn't see a big thing in it. However, I do know that there's uh, uh, there's parts of my life where in order for me to grow, I have to be willing to be vulnerable, but I have to create that space for other people to be vulnerable as well. So that's what I'm working on. And it's easy for me 
to do for me, if that makes sense. But I'm challenging myself to do that for other people, because if an if another individual cannot be vulnerable and connect with me, then what is truly my purpose? So here I am being a, you know, let's say if I'm a coach, right, I'm being an accountability coach. How can an individual truly get what they need from me in order to get, you know, to help themselves better if I'm not able to be vulnerable or to create that space for them? You get what I mean? So I think it's very and Adrena says, uh, yes, I like to identify myself as a safe space. And Matt says, you can be vulnerable, but carry discernment with you every day, every yes. day, because not everybody can handle this, you know, this fire, you dig? But what you're going to say? I was going to say, I had in my thing today, I had written some notes on my on my thing. You can't see them here, but everything. I'm going to read you what you just said. Me and Seth didn't have this conversation, but it says, can I really convince, and this is talking about coaching, can I really convince someone I can help them if I can't help myself? There you go. And you almost said the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And that is that vulnerability. You know, can I admit when I need help to help when other, I mean, you know, so that I can honestly and fully help someone else when they need help. You know, is that do as I say, not as I do type of mentality when we don't do that. But we have to, because what'll happen is that person will grow past you. You're supposed to be coaching them next thing you know, they coaching you, <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, who should be getting paid here? You know what I mean? So that's really, really important. Mm -hmm. and being vulnerable enough to say that I need help. Um, in certain areas and so as you continue to grow and you don't have to stop helping people because you 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 have to be helped you need help but as you continue to help you continue to grow and continue to seek help to continue to elevate along the way and bring those people right along with you so yes yeah and and, and you know what the thing it part of the thing is being vulnerable enough like you're saying to get the help you need it's, it's like that it's like the airplane joint right you don't you you don't put other people's mask on first. You put yours on first so that you can help put theirs on right on. So how can you help someone, y'all? How can you help someone when you need some counseling? How are you gonna suggest someone do something different in their life to better themselves when you can kind of do the same? maybe should be doing the same thing right on i'm serious like we really have to think like that and get outside of ourselves right so now we can be more of a witness to what getting counseling can do instead of hey this is what you should do maybe uh, let me do it myself so the chief says she says i felt the same way when i came to this space but i've learned a lot from past experiences to be yourself and be willing to learn from others my hashtag slave mantra acronym has elevated my vulnerability level not everyone gets it but some people do and i'm and i'm okay with that and that's the deal even even the show here y'all listen we love everyone we love you all and we do appreciate the support but not everybody's gonna dig everything every time and that's okay because if one individual is getting something from this it's a win so this is a sign of being vulnerable waking up saturday morning 
wherever we are to get this in for you. That is opening up a, a whole bunch just to, to have people say, well, you know what? That was a stupid, you know, hey, that was dumb. They ain't have to waste their time and do that. You didn't have to spend an hour and a half talking about blah, blah, blah. You could have been doing something else with yourself. You need to be doing it, really. Yes. Yep. Yep. And, it, you know, and it's that thing that sometimes people don't get it right away, but then mm-hmm. something happens. And they go, oh man, that's what they were talking about because they're not at a level where they can accept it at the time, but it doesn't relieve us of our responsibility of doing what we know we're supposed to be doing. And, you know, Chief Slay, I actually saw her, um, somebody has sent me something she did uh, a while back before I actually, you know, connected with her on Sanity Check and on some of the other things. So I knew who Chief Slay was before I knew who Chief Slay was, mm-hmm. you know, and not everybody's going to dig it, but I did. And I appreciate it you know, the stuff that she does and her vulnerability and in, in, in her message and all that and trying to help other people. So, you know, you don't know who's watching you. Not everybody is going to get it. And sometimes you don't even connect with the people who do. And that's okay. You keep doing what you know you should be doing and don't let that stop you know, anything, your forward progress, your move, because somebody's going to get it and they're going to be the ones that's going to get on your train and they're going to be the ones that learn and glean from you. And then they're also going to turn around and pay it forward to the next generation that comes behind you. So, Uh you know, shout out to you, Chief Slay, you know, for, for continuing to be vulnerable enough to do what you're doing and continuing to help mentor and, and teach and all that kind of stuff. We're getting it. You know, people out there are getting it. And sometimes they have to put down their pride to say, I can learn from someone else too. Mm -hmm. But they'll remember those things that you say. They'll remember those, you know, slogans, those hashtags, those acronyms um, that you throw out there. They'll remember it when they need it. Sometimes we just can't, like you said, see the forest for the trees or see, you know, the frame for being in the picture. But when we need it, that thing comes back. That thing comes back, so... Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Ladies and gentlemen, yo, so we were talking about being vulnerable and what that does and why it's essential to grow. And we encourage you this week to be vulnerable, be okay. Meaning, watch this, even connect with individuals. No, most definitely. Thank you, ma'am. So it's, you know, connect with individuals in the sanity check, the lioness layer, the lion's den, all the, uh, be vulnerable to connect. You never know what you don't know, right? And But you never know how you can help someone and how they can help you out. But this is all a growing experience. But we, what I do want to do, I want to give a shout out to my cousin James. He actually gave us this idea for this topic. So we would like to open this up for you all, right? So give it in the comments or after you finish watching this, no matter where you are listening to this, let us know what you would like to hear from the sanity check. What would be a good topic to help give individuals a sanity check first thing Saturday morning, right on? You never know, your topic may be shown and if we, we may actually talk about it right on so what you got before we go Camille? i know we're running late on time yes we are i won't take long but i just want to say thank you guys for coming out and again like we're saying it might not resonate with you but share it because you never know who will you know put it out there all it takes is one click of a share button but we appreciate you guys coming up on here every single morning you know saturday morning supporting us the way that you do i'm sending mad love to you guys mad love thank you so much All right, y'all. So look, we'll see y'all next week. Right on. Right on. Right on.